Yes, indeed. This time not in the studio. Well, I guess we are in kind of a studio. This is the broadcast center here at the Minnesota State Fair. Andy Linus, good to see you again. Good we, to see you. We, I know you've been busier than heck, you and all your crews at Linda's Construction. Uh, this weather has to be perfect for you and the, the crews uh, to get that stuff done. Yeah, you know, uh, we, were, we were talking off air. 50 to 75 degrees, we'll, we'll take this all day, every day. What's shingles, good about that? What's shingles good? don't scuff as easy. Everything seems to install perfectly. We don't have to worry about... Um, you know, all the different types of materials have different rates of expansion and contraction. So when it's 100 degrees out and we're installing it, there's things that you have to take into consideration, especially when it comes to decking and, and things like that. Or when it's 30 below out, there's things that you have to do because it's going to, as soon as it gets warm out, it's going to expand again. So right now, it's just perfect. We love this time of year. Keep the rain away. We can get a, as much as we can done before the snow hits. And by all accounts, it seems like it's going to be a, a kind of a, a colder fall. That's and, what the and, folks are saying. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit colder winter, which is a little scary being that we had the polar vortex last year. So I'd like to not relive that. Uh, it was by about February. I had my insulators booked up for about six months. Wow. So we're, we're still working our way way through that. And I, uh, I caution anybody that uh, if you have not had your insulation and ventilation looked at and you had problems last year, I would do so very, very soon. Because if you wait till December, January, there's a good shot you might not be able to get what you want accomplished done before the springtime. So this is not something I would hold off on if you had issues last year like ice damming or any type of leaking, frost. And it's just good to get an attic inspection done. And I talk to my, my guys that go out and do estimates on, on a regular basis. And when we go out to houses, we want to ask those questions. And it's weird. You know, we go out and we, we're taking, say we're looking at your house for gutters. And we want to get in your attic and take a look at it just because we know that people sometimes call up and be like, hi, oh, I got an ice dam with these new gutters. I'm like, no, well, let's take a look at your insulation and ventilation. Usually that's where we can find problems. So if, if our main goal is to really help people out and fix their houses, better than when we got there it's it's in our best interest and the homeowner's best interest to actually take a look in the attic and we're going to give you a comprehensive report on what type of ventilation you have type of insulation you have your r value and if it were our home what we would do to fix it the right way you know we've had some storms we talk about this from time to time uh what what are the crews like are you still trying to catch up you meaning linda's construction on uh, the storm uh, damage we are. We are. It's uh, now we're we're in meet with adjuster mode. Finally, we're starting to get through some of that. And in fact, uh, a couple of days ago, I got the uh, the insurance company will remain nameless, but uh, my sales guy put out it's a state fair mi- miracle. X and X uh, insurance company actually paid for an entire roof. We've had so many of these like five shingles blown off, wind damage, and or they want us to replace one slope. It's this is where everybody like seems like they want to wait for a storm, wait for a storm, but sometimes it's not the best thing in the world. And a rule of thumb that I, I tell friends of mine, that if you can remember the jingle of the insurance company, you're probably not going to like the claims process. Having said that, Chuba... Uh, Wisconsin Mutual Acuity, Integrity, some of these smaller, when you can go to an independent insurance agent and they can go out and buy insurance from five, six, seven, eight different vendors and not just locked into one, one, you're going to get better pricing. Two, the claims process is going to be much easier. They don't have these crazy catastrophe teams. They really do care about 
helping their customers and making it better. Not that we don't have good luck with the, the big insurance companies. There's ways to do it and ways to work with them, but it's just easier the other way. I, I, my, my experience over the last 10 years and the amount of storms that we've had, I would, I would keep that in mind and, and, and start to look at your insurance company. If you don't look at every line item and talk to your insurance uh, provider of what is covered, what's not covered, because there's different riders that have been added on to your your insurance coverage over the last couple of years. There's different laws to pass. This is a conversation that if you haven't had it in the last couple of years, I would make sure that you have that conversation and go through your entire policy because a couple of small changes can make a big difference in your claim policy. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, either here at the fairgrounds or certainly by phone or text, that phone number and the text number are the same, 651-989-9226. And the text again, 651-989-9226. Uh, any other reports on uh, storm chasers around CCO line? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot? I, uh, we had a customer earlier this week and had uh, 14 different people knock on their door. 14. 14. That's just a one new, person. Just one. one person. 14 different contractors have knocked on their door. And seven of them knocked on the door with my job sign in the yard. So just having a job sign in the yard isn't uh, detrimental to these guys anymore. And I know it gets annoying. And, and can you get good work by somebody knocking on your door? Absolutely. Can it happen? For sure. There's lots of good guys that are really, and, and gals, out there working their tails off, you know, trying to make a living and, and, and trying to do good work. Having said that, when I talk to customers that have problems, that had issues or had people that started jobs that didn't finish or can't find people to do service work or they're having to redo things a year later, it's typically the customers that went with somebody that they didn't know that knocked on their door and we didn't do the proper research. You want to check out the reviews online. You want to check out the reviews with Better Business Bureau. You want to check out Angie's List. But all those things, I wouldn't stop there. I'd want to check out jobs that they installed. Not only jobs that they installed recently, jobs that they installed in the past. In fact, we offer people, if you want to go and talk to somebody that where we may or may not have done it right the first time, where we may have kind of screwed something up, some of our service work, I'll tell you, this is how we handle service work. You can go and talk to this person. This is something that didn't go perfect. We do... Oh, 5,000 jobs a year. I'd like to say we're 100% perfect. We do it right all the time, but that's just not realistic. Do we strive for that? Yes. Do we have things in place? Like uh, we have, I have one guy that his job in each division is to go and inspect every single job. He's our quality control people. And in fact, most of our service work that we have is self-inflicted. What I mean is it's my quality control person pointing things out that we go back and fix before the customer even knows about it or knows that it was wrong. And that's the way I want it. I want it done as good as we possibly can. We've been around for 40 years. It's in my best interest and the next person that runs this company best interest to make sure that they're not dealing with a bunch of stuff that I did wrong. Right, very good. On that note, we'll take a break and invite our listeners to join in on the conversation if you have uh, a question about uh, decks or... Uh, uh, insulation, whatever the case may be, just come on up or give us a call, 651-989-9226, or send a text, same number, 651-989-9226. And welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair. This is our home improvement show brought to us every week at this hour by our friends at Lindus Construction. I haven't spelled it yet, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is with me here in our CCO veranda. Uh, and Andy, some... <laughs> A texter uh, says, what's the name of your guest speaker's company? 
Well, I'll say it again. It's Obviously, we get new listeners all the time. Linda's Construction. You guys been around, well, I know how long, over 40 years now. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. family run. Still family run. Uh, Mom and dad started it and uh, have the opportunity to be able to run it with my two little brothers, Adam and Alex, and my cousin Rick, uh, who is our GM, and lots of other family members that work there. So, yeah, 40 years young and hopefully uh, another 40 years. But if you don't know us, you, you can check us out at lindusinstruction.com. You can look us up on Facebook. We have lots of YouTube videos out there. Almost everything that we install that we believe in, you can find a YouTube video on it and how we install it and, and what my installers are actually like. So that's that's something that uh, a lot of our customers use to research and a lot of other contractors use to figure out how to install this stuff the perfect way. Uh, and if you really want to see some really cool things, we have our season guard windows here on WCCO's building. It's our LP smart side on the CCO building here with the diamond coat finish. It's a Glenwood shingle with GA, uh, by GAF on the roof here. It's our leaf guard gutters across the front. So I think it was about uh, four years ago we remodeled the entire that? building. Wow. And... Uh, you know, I think uh, this year we're going to put uh, the push on uh, management here to get a nice little veranda out in front of CCO here. Word is on the street, the afternoon show, the sun kind of shines right in here, and it'd be nice to, the listeners are requesting a little shade. I know this year has been a little cooler state fair, but typically it's uh, not as nice so out as it is that, today. That may happen. Oh, yeah, we're going to work on it, right, I think. Good. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have any kind of a home improvement question here at the fair, come on up. Or call Andy or text Andy's. Uh, same number applies, 651-989-9226. Uh, okay, Andy, Don is uh, calling, I believe, from Bloomington. Let's see if Don is uh, still hanging on there. Morning, Don. What's your question? Um, one comment with, you know, the roofers and other people. A lot of times you can call, say, the city because they're inspecting this stuff, and they might already know there's issues with particular contractors and things like that. But uh, my main question is uh, the cinder block in my garage is basically falling apart and trying to figure out what to do with it. I've called different people. They don't seem to want to, they'll call back, but they don't seem to want to show up or to give me a bid and trying to figure out what to do about it? Uh, have you like uh, are you calling normal contractors or foundation repair specialists? Uh, both. Okay. Um, it, it, I'm mean, honestly that that type of job does sound like something that's going to be tough for a lot of guys to get out to right now. It's not. It's it's a rare company that deals with the block foundations and repairing those i don't know a lot of them it's not something my company tackles but it's some the company that i would refer to do work like this would be safebasements.com i know they work with block they don't work with foundation repair um they're more about stabilizing walls than repairing walls so i'm not even sure if this is in their ballpark but i would start there and if they don't do it i'm guessing jesse treble and his crew over there would have uh, somebody that they would recommend all right safebasements.com yeah go ahead are you there? I think we lost him. And we seem lost him. And, and he did have a good point about checking with your city and the building officials. Um, we have really good uh, building officials here in, in the Twin City metro area. There's, uh, you know, different municipalities are easier to work with than others, but I really do think that for the most part, our officials and people that are doing the inspections have the customer's best interest at mind, and they will know 
contractors that they have problems with. They, they, they do know about what storm chasers are easy to work with, and if you do have problems with them, I highly recommend talking to your city officials about it because that will help down the road. That will yeah. help make your city a better city, and, 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 and it's just it's a good thing to do. So that's a, it's a great point, something I've never brought up before, but check with your local building official and yeah. what they have to say about the contractor. Thank, thanks for the tip. Appreciate that. 651-989-9226. A texter wants to know what siding would you recommend and why, vinyl or steel? I think I know the answer. <laughs> well, um, I'd like to say C, none of the above. Um, if I had to choose between those two, steel would be the answer for sure. But my favorite siding that, that we're installing nowadays is the LP Smart Side that we see on here, particularly the LP Smart Side with diamond coat finishing from Wausau Supply. It's just a very, very durable finish that we have had zero, zero warranty claims in the history of us using anything with diamond coat. And if I ever do have a warranty claim, I know it's going to be 100% covered and it's going to be easy because that's just the type of company they are that they are. There's a lot of different pre-finishing. All LP is not created equal. I would make sure that if you're getting, I can tell you this, out of all the suppliers supplying LP smart side here in the Twin City metro area, none of them are stocking Diamond Cope except for one because I order from them. And it was this year me talking them into stocking Diamond Coat. My lead time used to be five, six weeks on this product. That's why I was willing to wait that long because no one would stock it. Why? Because it's too expensive for most contractors to want to buy it. It looks just like the other stuff at first. Five years down the road, not so much. And when it comes to scratching and durability, nothing compares to this. So it's not just the LP smart side. It's the finishing that goes into it that's just as important. Let's talk more about that after the break, Andy. Uh, Andy Lind is with us here at the fair. If you have any kind of a question, we have a bunch of texts we'll get to. 651-989-9226. That's the same number you use for the phone call and the uh, text messages as well. 651-989-9226. Good morning. Good Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. We're around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour talking Home improvement with our friends from Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is with me here at our CCO Broadcast Center at the fair. Uh, Andy, a bunch of text messages. We want to invite our listeners to not only here at the fairgrounds, but to uh, call in your home improvement questions. Same number as the text, 651-989-9226. Uh, you were talking about siding before we uh, headed to the, uh, to the break. We'll get more of that. But a, uh, a customer... Had, has leaf guard gutters, love them, installed, and they want Lindis to come back and install, and they want to know about this diverter you've talked about before. What's what's the story with that? Well, um, valley areas, uh, typically a higher volume of water coming down in those areas. Even We, we have a, an open-style gutter, commercial, six-inch K-style gutter, and even with that open-style gutter in some valleys, I have to put a deflector up on the inside corner in order to handle that, the amount of water coming down there. And leaf guard's no different. Um, we also have what we call an inline valley. This is something that's created uh, when you have dormers on roofs and things like that. So it's a valley that's coming onto a straight piece of gutter. That's even more difficult to handle. Now, in my house, I have dormers. You know, I'm a, I live in an old 1910 four-square farmhouse that has been remodeled a, a couple of times. But I have dormers on the back of my house. I have inline valleys down there. On the heaviest, the heaviest rains, I get a little bit of water overshooting. 
I could put the deflector up there, and we give our customers this option. The problem with the deflector is you have to clean out from behind it. Well, my dormers, yeah. is it's two stories up, and I typically, you know, I'm a busy guy. I, uh, I don't have the time to deal with that, and I know that if it gets clogged behind that diverter, I can actually start to create more of a problem, especially in the wintertime um, with backup, than I'm creating with having a little bit of overshooting. I've never had enough water where it damages anything. It does come down on the one little deck a little bit. There's no wear and tear on that. We're talking it still handles on those rains 98% of the water. So that's a, that's a decision that we leave up to our customers. Do you want to have a deflector here in order to, you're going to have to clean out the tree debris, or you can have a completely maintenance-free system, but on the heaviest of heaviest rains, you may or may not have a little bit of overshooting. And that's uh, even on open-style gutters, I would have that conversation with them on, on some valley areas. I had one valley, Denny, 83 feet all the way up it. That's, imagine the amount of water that's coming down that valley a lot of speed. on a regular basis. And this is where you know a brilliant architect had designed this. Be like, It's going to shoot the water far enough away from the house where you're not going to even need gutters. We'll handle it with landscaping. And they just don't sometimes think about all of the other things that can go wrong. Or, or and If I had a nickel for every time somebody said the architect designed one, I'd be making money in a weird way. Uh, two, uh, it's... It, just something you architects are great they help you plan some things out and we, we have some good relationships with architects but make sure when you're doing these things get your contractor involved and in gutters aren't code in minnesota so there's a lot of these houses getting built without gutters now if you're getting a house built it's something you're going to want to talk with your contractor about where is the water going how are we getting rid of it today i've had two questions about water management one is it legal to have my neighbor point his downspouts at me? And I think it really depends on, on the municipality. Two, it was, again, another customer asking about, I don't have gutters on my house right now, and I'm, how do I deal with this water? So right. something that uh, people, that uh, if we get questions, that's that's half of them. 651-989-9226 is our phone number. Speaking of questions, let's uh, go to the phones, I think, and I hope Carol is still there calling from Prior Lake. Are you still with us, Carol? I am. Good. What's your question, please? We had a contractor come knock on our door and replace our roof, and now we're in the process of wanting to do our gutters, and we've had some contractors come out and kind of scolded us that we didn't have our roofer notify us that our stations were rotting, and now we have contractors that don't want to do the job because they have the drip edges around it, and my question is, should have they informed us about the rotted wood? And if so, you know, what do I do about it? And if not, does Linda, would they come out and look at the project? Uh, I would say yes to all of the above. Um, if, if you saw how many times I go into attics that have a roof on it that are less than two years old and I'm seeing rotten wood, where I know it didn't happen in the last two years, you, you'd be shocked. And this is where people really run into problems. It's hard. It really is hard work replacing the rotten wood. It's, it, it's you need a carpenter's skills to do some of this stuff. Sometimes it goes into the rafters, and you, you got to worry about the, the, the structural integrity of the project. If it gets into the fascia board, sometimes it's all the way into the rafter tails. I have a project right now, $6,500 in labor and material building out the rafters and the fascia board because of how much rot actually happened there because somebody did not flash the, the gutters properly. And, and, and that's $6,500. Mind you, the gutter job was like 3800 
So we're, we more than tripled the cost of, of this project because of somebody not flashing it properly or, or working on it. So the thing about rot, what you got to remember it is, is it spreads. So if it's just on the fascia board, that's pretty easy to fix. But if it gets into the rafter tails, that gets harder. There's more material. There's more labor to work on it. So, yes, we would handle it all. Um, we'd work with you. And, yes, a good contractor would point all of these things out. That's why when we, when, when we set up our appointments to go out on, the, on this initial meeting, we really want to make sure that we're taking the time. This is your home. This isn't something that should be rushed. This should be something that should be well thought out of. It should be a plan that everybody comes to the same conclusions on. And, and we're going to be able to lay it out for you really simply. This is what this costs. This is what this costs. This is what I would do. And this is what you're accomplishing with every one of these steps. And, and if you're really making emotional decisions or rush decisions, um, somebody in the family needs to say, step back, time out. It's not the end of the world if we don't get this done right now. It's the people that rush through it and, 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 and pick the guy that knocked on their house because it was easy that, that we were running into problems. I, I, it's, it's a tough deal. and I, The reason why I'm talking about this so much is because over the last four years, we haven't talked about this on the show nearly as much as we had the last two weeks now, Danny. That's true. But I, it's becoming more and more frequent. I, uh, I have a customer. I sent Denny the, the entire text message from, from this customer earlier this week. Wants to go with us. Loves our company, loves our product, wants to do it. But they signed this, this, this. I call it a shady contract. It's a contingency contract. People don't know what they signed. She thought she was signing permission for them to get up on the roof and inspect it. What she signed was a contingency contract that stated if this guy found damage on the roof and the insurance company agreed to that damage, they were locked into contracting with that person's company where no one else can touch the roof or be, have access to the insurance funds outside of that contractor. Now, I'm going to be working with our builders association, state officials. I think, and this is a widely unpopular stance in our industry, because the vast majority of roofers deal in these contingency contracts. It's just it's how they trick people in order to get them locked in. Why? Because they're worried that once people think about their company and think about their product, they're not going to want them. I don't use these contingency contracts because I know if you think about what we do and how we do it, you're going to want it. The only way you're not going to do it is if, it, if we, for some reason, can't make it work in your budget. And, and, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I, I really am. But I think that these contracts should be illegal. Contingency contracts should be able to go away. Every contractor should be able to stand on their own two feet. Yeah. Are we going to get burned every now and then where we do all of the work and get the money for the customer and write up all the estimates for the insurance company and then they don't do work? Yeah, could that happen? Yeah, but like I said again, if you're good at your job, people are going to want to use you. So I think if we got this law passed and made those illegal, it would make every contractor just better at their jobs. Good point. 651-989-9226. That's the same number for your text uh, questions for Andy Lindis. And by the way, if you want to get in touch with Lindis Construction, uh, lindisconstruction.com, but uh, call that 1-800-LEAFGUARD. We, we've given that number for how many years now? That's the easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Uh, we were talking uh, earlier. Oh, here, let me get this text first because that came in earlier. Um, if a new roof is done properly, could you still need heat coils in a spot that has had ice dams and wall leakage. Uh, yes, to be honest with you, well, yes and no. 
if the new roof is done properly with the proper ventilation, but you don't have the proper insulation, you could need it. And so that's kind of a if they're when I think about the roof, I'm thinking about everything from the the ceiling of the house on up. So if if everything in the attic is done the right way, if all the ventilation is done the right way, and all the roofing is done the right way, you should not need heat coils. Heat coils are a band-aid on a wound that needs a doctor's attention in, in, in my in my opinion it's just a it's a temporary fix that might create a channel of water that comes down usually now this isn't always the case usually we can find better solutions than heat coils and heat tapes on most houses um, that solution very well may be uh, where we put down a false deck, three inches of foam, and then use our metal roofing over the top of it just because we can't get enough insulation in the attic. That is a solution that we use a lot on these story-and-a-half homes that we see all over the metro area. And if I were to pick a, a style of home that just shouldn't be used in our area of the world for the winters that we have, it's just those knee walls. You can't insulate them enough in, in the ventilation. It's, it's a difficult thing. And when you get out to these projects, and, and they, you can tell. You get in these attics, there's there's three, four different types of insulation. People have been trying stuff in these places for, for 20, 30, 40 years before before we get there. It's been an issue since they've owned the house. And it's uh, it's not cheap. You know, you're talking ten to $15,000 project to do it the right way to rid, the, rid those homes of ice dams. And even with a roof done properly on those places, if you don't address the other stuff, you're going to have leaking. Andy, we need to take a quick break here. We'll have uh, more home improvement talk uh, to come here live from the Minnesota State Fair here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Denny Long with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Andy, we still have some time to answer some questions by phone and by text. Uh, earlier today, for the folks that were tuning in, you were talking about the LP Smart Side and this diamond coat mm-hmm. finish. A texter wants to know what's the difference between diamond coat finish and regular LP Smart Side. Um, well, LP, they're going to be coming out with their own finishing, uh, I believe, this year that I, I haven't really seen yet. And I've heard it's going to be really good, but up uh, to this point, they don't have any pre finished products. It's all pre finishers. You can buy it primed. Or there's other paint places here in the metro that they send their product to. And different suppliers use different paint suppliers, have it pre-finished in X amount of colors. There's an opportunity to order a custom color as well. But the biggest difference is in the durability of the the pre-finishing. We've had a couple of customers choose and want us to use other ones. And we, we agreed to use it. And then it just it comes out of the packaging, scratching. It scratches too easy going up. And you start to wonder, and I go, if it's scratching while we're installing it, how long is it going to look good? Like, you know, this is on the outside of your home. Stuff is going to rub against your siding. And, like, when we take this and we rub metal on it or you can actually dig into it, it, it the paint finish just does not come out. I mean, it is a, a very hard finish that, that is going to, it has a 35-year warranty for a reason, and that includes the fading parts. So this is the diamond coat that you the guys The diamond buy. coat that we use. All the other finishers are are finishes that just that I wouldn't use, or you put on primed, and then you hire a painter to do it. Now, is there lifetime paint that you can get from different places? Yeah, there is. Is it as good as diamond coat? Not that I've seen yet. There's a text that wants to kind of summarize it, uh, wants to know about the mud jacking uh, our front porch says it has a single crack in the middle of it and that is sunken about four inches. Um, 
Do you ever dealt with a company or anybody that does that mud jacking or foam jacking, things like that? Yeah, you know, um, mud jacking, I've, I've, I've seen some mixed results uh, on it. Um, what worries me about the mud jacking is that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's basically you're putting in a, a cement product that's going to cure, and eventually the, the water in that is going to go away, so it could shrink and create a void again, and you can have some of the same issues. What I like about the foam jacking, one, it's a smaller hole that they drill into the actual concrete itself. Two, uh, foam expands. And I'm telling you, I know one project where they ended up using double the amount of foam that they thought they were going to Uh-oh. because of that's how big the void was underneath that garage floor. So that expanded and kept going and going and going and going and going and going. And then they're like, where is this foam going? And turns out there's a big big uh underneath the garage floor so it, it saved all that but it actually has a chance to compact the soil a little bit as well so as you as it's jacking up that concrete it's going to be putting the pressure on the soil so it really should do the best out of all of those things there's sand jacking mud jacking and foam jacking out of those three options i still think the foam jacking is the best one to choose is it perfect no none of them are but if i had to choose one over the other one it would be the the foam jacking and the good news Jesse Treble from SafeBasements.com. The company does that as well. Oh, they do? Yeah. All right. SafeBasements.com. Somebody uh, called up uh, the station, they, uh, I'm told, and said they were looking for Linda's Construction uh, here at the State Fair. And we haven't mentioned that this uh, this hour yet. Will you, where, where's the booth? We are in the lower level of the grandstand. Used to be upstairs. Yeah, we used to be upstairs. We're right next to uh, in the middle staircase, the lower level of the grandstand. Um, when you walk in uh, from the south side, if you see the spam booth, we're right next to them. Walk around the corner, you'll be able to see us. If you're upstairs, as soon as you walk down the stairs, look to your right, and you'll be able to see our. We have the Velux skylight set up, LeafGuard gutters, LP smart side. We have our Provia doors, and we actually have our Infinity window by Marvin displayed there. So if you want to see all of those products, you can. If you want to see them on a building, you have our Season Guard windows on here at CCO. You got the LP smart side, LeafGuard gutters and my favorite shingle the shingle that we passed around here last week at the show um and comparing it to what most storm chasers use it's about twice as thick but the glenwood shingle by gaf is up on this roof and again the coolest part about the shingle made in minneapolis minnesota so that's right kind of neat a big difference in weight now they can can people feel touch oh yeah that same thing that a- we a- brought last week absolutely what, what you got to remember is our shingle it's 10 bundles to one square where an ordinary shingle is going to be three bundles to a square. So it's three times as thick as an ordinary shingle. So that's where you get the class four rating. That's where you can get the discount from your insurance company. And that's why I'm so confident that these shingles are going to be able to handle 50 Minnesota winters. Because that's what the warranty is. It's a 50-year non-prorated warranty. Good for you and the next person that owns the house. That's what Linda's put on our house a few years ago. That's exactly what yeah, you put on your house. Never have to worry about it. Never, ever. Uh, the texter wants to know, if does Linda's... Uh, can Lindis cover our fascia with vinyl? Do you guys do that? Um, we could. Chances are we would talk you into a better product than vinyl, though. Um, there's there's other fascia products that are better. Quality Edge makes a very good steel fascia. There's some good aluminum fascia. But my, my perfect combination when it comes to softened fascia is Quality Edge, Hidden Vent, Soffit aluminum with their steel fascia. I just like the way steel fascia goes on. It doesn't get as ripply as the aluminum stuff. And vinyl, it's plastic. Now, I want you to think about Minnesota. What do we have here in Minnesota? Long, cold winters. 
plastic does not do well on long, cold winters, so I'd stay away from vinyl products. And In fact, this is, I shouldn't even give up this, uh, this secret, but I don't want customers to choose vinyl ever because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to have to... Uh, it just doesn't look good on houses. So um, the vinyl that we do have is some of the most expensive vinyl that you can get, and it's almost the exact same price as our seamless steel. So, and we do that on purpose because we just don't want people to choose it because I don't want to deal with the service that it, that it has. Just not a big believer in vinyl. There's better products out there, and and uh, and for a little bit more money, people are going to be happier. Saving everybody, including yourself, some grief. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Linda's Construction, again, 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest number to remember, and uh, lindasconstruction.com uh, is the website. Um Here's one. I know what you're going to say here. They, their walk needs to be replaced. We want the new front sidewalk to be as wide as the porch so as to create a nice front uh, seating area. Well, I assume maybe it'll be concrete, and mm-hmm. I know in the past we've recommended our friends at Samstone. Yeah, you know, uh, go to Samstone, and they will recommend a good contractor for you. Otherwise, call my office. I, I have some really good concrete guys that we work with. Now, here's the thing about really good concrete guys. They're booking for the spring right now. So um, keep that in mind. And this is going to become more and more common. It's not easy to scale up uh, our our industry. There's a lot. All the good guys are booking way out. So if you're thinking about a project, let's uh, take the time, plan, and it's okay to plan six months down the road. When you do that, you end up with what you want, and you're going to be much happier. Don't rush into it. All right. We've got to go, Andy. We'll uh, see you in a couple of weeks. I know our friend Luke Panic, I believe, will be uh, in the studio. We're going to be talking decks and decking uh, back downtown uh, one week from today as we head back there. So uh, enjoy. Come and see uh, Linus Construction at the Minnesota State Fair in the Grandstand. And uh, thanks, Andy.